This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang, and welcome to Moment for Mission. I'm glad you're joining me today as we continue our consideration of things that can be detrimental to our or our organization's mission. Have you ever been in a situation or a meeting when someone either by what they say or what they do or how they express themselves in an attitude simply ruins the experience or shuts down the flow of ideas and communication or sows discord, discouragement, and division? Well, I call these types of folk poison people. And today, I want us to think about how poison people are detrimental to our mission. Well, that mandolin means it's time for a Fred Foy fact. For my undergraduate degree, I attended Furman University in Greenville, South Carolina. I had an amazing broadening experience at Furman. I learned how to think for myself, and I was challenged in every way. I made a number of lifelong friends there, and I gained insights through distinguished faculty, bright co-learners, foreign study experiences to Israel, Egypt, and Italy, orchestra, cross country, and track, church-related vocations, um, the college service corps, and likely the best college cheer of all time. It went like this, F-U one time, F-U two times, F-U three times, F-U all the time. There are many stories in the news today about glyphosate, a broad-spectrum systemic herbicide, and whether or not it links to certain types of cancer. That is an issue to be settled in the lab and in the courtroom. I do know that if you spray this material on a green weed or anything green, it dies quickly. I think poison people are a lot like glyphosate. When poison people come into contact with healthy people, the healthy ones are those who suffer. In fact, if poison people are allowed to continue contact with an individual or an organization, soon there will be a withering and after that death of the once healthy individual and team members. I would wager that you have experienced these kinds of people. And I would also bet that after your encounter with them, you are diminished Maddened, drained, angry, hurt, poison people can ruin just about anything or anyone they're allowed to. They discharge disapproving, demeaning, derogatory diatribes that deflate you and damage your mission and vision. And I have found they always think and make you think that you're the problem. I worked for over 10 years in higher education. There was a key leader who brought a quiver of poison arrows to every meeting with every department. I would often debrief these sessions with colleagues and truly found that the balance of their day, and often longer, was completely ruined by these encounters. Productivity was lost, creativity was stymied, personal self-worth was damaged. They were, in effect, poisoned. In a recent article in Psychology Today, 
Dr. Christine Porath, professor at Georgetown University's Business School, explains, Whether it turns up in the conference room or the living room, toxic behavior is identifiable by its jolt. It's destabilizing and has a negative emotional impact out of proportion to any immediately identifiable cause. In a one-two punch, it delivers confusion. Then the feeling of being deeply discounted and deflated, it steals your energy. She goes on, toxic behavior doesn't just inflict a personal hurt. It assaults systemic well-being. Just being around toxic behavior to say nothing of being its target makes people sick. Chronic stress is linked to cardiovascular disease, insomnia, depressed immunity, and overeating. Toxic people not only harm others emotionally, they're a threat to health. And when toxic behavior takes hold in an environment, it turns everyone cynical. One scary thought is this. Poison people are contagious. Like all negative phenomenon, the toxicity that spews from poison people impacts the brain, even if we're only witnesses. A worker sees a higher-up berating an underling, and soon that employee replicates the behavior. Bad behavior can get passed from generation to generation in families and in interpersonal relationships. It is insidiously woven in, resulting in all sorts of mental health issues, situations of abuse, and even acts of violence. In the USA, poison people are becoming accepted and toxic behavior is on the rise. Incivility and downright rudeness seem to be the norm. In a recent issue of McKinsey Quarterly, Dr. Porath revealed that almost half the workers she polled in 1998 reported they were treated rudely at least once a month. In a 2016 follow-up study, she disclosed that the number had climbed to 62%. The global communications firm Weber Shandwick reported that in 2017, a record high number of Americans 69% said they believe the United States has a major civility problem. The writer of the biblical book of Ephesians states, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. You know, one doesn't have to look far to witness the absolute nastiness of the U.S. political milieu today. Whatever views you may hold, it is a toxic environment and exhausting for those who try to be informed citizens or even casual current event followers. A fascinating common denominator about poison people is this. No matter what the insult, injury, or ill will they have inflicted, it is either your fault or a mere molehill out of which you are making a mountain. Poison people, you see, never take responsibility for their actions. They might even view themselves magnanimously as trying to help you out of your obviously decrepit state. Bullying, 
passive-aggressive behavior, purposeful exclusions of co-workers, put-downs, teammates and family members being put aside, manipulation, ignoring, poison people, prioritize their self-interest and their self-advancement over anything and everyone else. Psychologist Robin Stern, associate director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence and author of The Gaslight Effect, says that gaslighting is a particularly insidious toxin spewed by poison people. Dr. Stern writes, Gaslighting is the systematic attempt by one person to erode another's reality by telling them that what they are experiencing isn't so. It involves one person who needs to be in control to maintain a certain sense of self. The term comes from the 1938 play Gaslight by Patrick Hamilton, which was later adapted as a film starring Ingrid Bergman. Now, I've not seen the play, but I have seen the movie, and it is particularly chilling. I could cite many more studies and articles on this toxic phenomenon of poisoned people, but I think you may be convinced that these kind of folks are simply detrimental to your mission, your organization, your own mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. So let me offer a couple of suggestions. As much as humanly possible, cut off completely or severely limit contact with poisoned people. Now, in the real world, that is hardly realistic or even possible, but it is the best practice. And since we can't insulate ourselves entirely, here are a few practical ideas for limiting the impact of toxicity from poisoned people. First, control my exposure to poisoned people. Limit time spent around poisoned people. Ask for a rearrangement of workspace or school seating assignments to avoid a, a poisoned person. Request a reassignment to another work group or team that does not include a poisoned person. If it is the boss, spend as little time as possible with him or her. Ask for another coworker to be present in your encounters. If it's with your spouse or a close family member, you'll likely need the assistance of a mental health professional. Number two, manage my reaction. Set my boundaries. Let my no be no. Prepare some one-liners to say if the situation gets too toxic, like, I'll talk to you further about this when you're calm. Be prepared to get out of the situation. If someone calls you names and berates you and belittles you and lies about you, abuses you in any way, get out. Record your notes of the encounter, and even record the encounter with your phone if you need to, including how you felt. Contact HR or a colleague if needed. Finally, if nothing helps, for goodness sake, find a different situation, a new job, a new school, a new town, a new set of friends, a new church. Number three, get over feeling like I have to explain myself. A poisoned person simply will not hear anything that I have to say. Remember, it's all my fault anyway. Just say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Or I'm busy at that time. I have worked for bosses who simply could not be pleased. It was their self-ascribed duty to put me in my place through criticism and belittlement. 
Nothing I said in my defense ever helped the situation. Number four, forget the martyr complex. Now, I have tried on many occasions, unsuccessfully, I must add, to change poison people. I thought that if I was just kind and peaceful and showered them with love, that they would change. And maybe it was my mission to do that. But I tell you what, it just has not happened, at least not on my watch. Now, maybe one day those folks will be poured into enough to be like the Grinch and have their hearts grow three sizes and make up for all their toxicity. But this kind of change of heart, I believe, is God's work. Yes, I will always be kind. I will always love people, even the poison people, but it's not my job to change them. Number five, learn what poison people are like. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is certainly good advice here. That drama queen, that authoritarian boss, the anger-filled in-law, those who consistently exhibit little care for the feelings of others, if we can learn to spot these poisoned people and avoid them before they spew their vile toxins, our mission and our organization's mission will be much better for it. So today, if you find yourself beat up or bullied by poison people, tell somebody about it. Talk to your pastor or get a session with a counselor. You can even call me if you need to, 772-882-7200. You don't have to carry this burden alone. Don't get down on yourself and who you are and the good things that you can do on this journey that God's given you. This is Dr. Fred Foystrang encouraging you to take a moment for mission today. And while you're at it, why don't you have a great day?